game begin. Hi, and welcome to a very special episode of Dadgum Nerds. This is episode 24, your podcast for family-first fanboy fun. I'm your host, Andrew, and joining me tonight are my fellow dads, Zach. Hey! Aaron. Hello there. And Brett. Hey, guys. Well, in just a bit, we will be discussing the quite literal butt-ton of recent Disney announcements for Star Wars, Marvel, animation, so much more that's on Disney+. Plus. Um, but this episode will actually close out the very first season of Dadgum Nerds. Our finale. I know this is it. <laughs> Guys, we're now seasoned podcasters. Yeah. We'll be giving you well guys seasoned. some details at the end of this episode about the start of our new season here soon and some of the really exciting things that we've got planned for you for season two. So stay until the end. Uh, we're going to give you guys some fun season one stats here. We were listened to in 26 states. So nice. more than half. That's the over United half. States. That's mm-hmm. over half. Uh, 10 different countries spanning three continents. All right. And for random trivia, our most popular episode of season one so far has been our Lord of the Rings episode. Yes. Yes. It was there any doubt. Was there any doubt? It was because you doesn't love Aaron. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's Lord of the Rings. What's not to love? (laughs) Aragorn led the way once again. Aragorn led the way. And then also I want the stat to be in there. Mr. Belgium. You listening to us 19 times. Please contact me. We need you so we can send you a T-shirt and you can send us of yourself with a T-shirt and join some Belgian waffles, please. <laughs> you Just must con- bow to and- our wishes. You must contact oh me. My gosh. But seriously, <laughs> like just get in contact with us. Whoever you are over in Belgium, we'd be happy to send you a T-shirt on us. So, all right. Next up is our main discussion. We're going to jump right into this because we have got a ton to talk about this week. We will be back right after this. Did you know Dagum Nerds has merch? Well, if you'd like a Dagum Nerds t-shirt, sweater, hoodie, water bottle, sticker, or even a fanny pack to really show off that dad bod, head to dagumnerds.com slash store. It's the perfect way to support the show and rock that dad swag. Again, that's dagumnerds.com slash store. You'll never know what's in store. So just so you know, dear listeners, we actually came out of Christmas break for this episode. It's important. out of our retirement. Yeah, we did. We kid you not. We recorded the last episode about our favorite Christmas movies like it was the end of our first season. And we were about to start rocking around our own Christmas trees until the end of the year. But then those suckers over at Disney decided to announce quite literally all the things Disney put a few, uh, few gifts under the tree a little early this year. Disney was like, a few. Well, Disney was like, what if we drop everything that you could possibly think of? And we were like, <laughs> go on. Well, it, it was one of those like, but wait, there's more. Oh, surely. Than that. But wait, there's more. <laughs> oh, surely. But wait. Billy I mean, Mays here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they really leaned into the plus. Well, I'll just say that it is truly <laughs> Disney plus in Disney plus. I, sure. My whole time while they were announcing everything, my thoughts were like, 
and I'm only paying seven bucks a month for this. See, that's what scares me. That's what scares me because I don't think if we're going to be paying seven bucks for it for much longer. It is. It is going up a dollar, so it is going to eight bucks a month. <gasps> well, I think with all this coming out, I think it's worth I, the extra dollar. I'm willing to pay twelve bucks 12, a year. Twelve bucks a year. I think I could swing it. So what we are going to do here, because I know if I was listening, I'd want to know everything that they dropped. But in case you missed it, here is a recap of the staggering amount of announcements Disney dropped in just one night. Uh, It's broken up into a few different sections. We're all going to read a little bit of it. Uh, Zach, you want to take our Star Wars announcements? (laughs) Absolutely. All right. I will do the hyperspace version of this so that I don't spend all night talking Star Wars. But we got a trailer and title for the Rogue One prequel Star Wars Andor, which will be featuring Cassian Andor as the Rebel spy. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. We got news that Hayden Christensen will be reprising his role as Darth Vader for the already announced and what I'm ridiculously excited about star Wars, Obi-Wan series on Disney plus. Yes. And there are rumors that it may be helmet off scenes as well. So dun, dun, dun. I'm really excited. He gets, Better redemption. Be. I'm so happy for him. We're also getting a female centric that's air quotes, high Republic era mystery series called star Wars, the acolyte. I'm excited that we're increasing the vocab- vocabulary of children everywhere. <laughs> Um, a Lando Calrissian series, Star Wars Lando on Disney Plus. Hopefully it'll make that final interaction at the end of Rise of Skywalker less creepy. Yes, Uh, I agree. Star Wars, uh, basically two interrelated things. We're getting a standalone series for Star Wars Ahsoka. Yes. And then another standalone series, Star Wars Rangers of the New Republic, which will follow Cara Dune as a spinoff from The Mandalorian. So both of these, I think, will end up leading to Thrawn live action, which he's coming. You know my thoughts? He's coming. Spoiler alert. He's coming somewhere. Rapid fire, Zach. Uh, Come on. Okay. Hyperspace. Uh, Teaser trailer for the Clone Wars spinoff Bad Batch, which I'm I'm warming up on. Uh, We have an anime anthology of short films called Star Wars Visions, uh, which if it's anything like Galaxy of Adventure series on YouTube, sign me up. A Star Wars, a droid story series announced is going to have C-3PO and R2-D2. So the fabulous duo is coming back. And then probably what I'm most excited about, optimistically excited, is a Rogue Squadron movie, which will be helmed by director Patty Jenkins. Yes. Wonder Woman fame. And I'm not going to lie. I might have teared up at that teaser trailer. (laughs) I am very excited for this movie. That's that's and that's just the Star Wars stuff, people. That is one of four sections. So I will kick it to Brett. Oh, yeah. There is a ton of stuff from Marvel, too. So here we go. There were new trailers for WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki and What If. That's all. There was, Yeah, there was also a first look at the Miss Marvel series only on Disney Plus. Um, Armor Wars. It's a series that was announced for Disney Plus. Uh, really, it's war machine centric, hmm. uh, tracking down Stark tech in the wrong hands. So okay. a lot I, of potential. Iron Man's worst nightmare happening. Yes, exactly right. Um, another thing was Ironheart, uh, which was actually new to me, uh, but it's a relative newcomer. Uh, Dominic Thorne is playing a genius inventor. Riri Williams. Did I say that right? Yeah, Riri Williams. Basically, really? it's yeah. kind of a succession to uh, Tony Stark when he died in the comics. 
Uh, we've also got a Secret Invasion series. So finally, everyone who's been lo- waiting for this uh, Secret Invasion series is coming. Uh, both Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury and Ben Middleson's Scroll Commander Talos. Uh, they seek out a scroll sect that has infiltrated Earth's heroes. Yes. So yes. That's going to be pretty sweet. Um, and for all of you Groot lovers out there, there are the baby Groot shorts called I Am Groot. That's uh, coming perfect. to town. So perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good for the kids. Um, and then there's Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I did not see that coming, uh, but it will be coming hmm. next holiday special. <laughs> so it'll be Q4 of 22. Uh, actually, yeah, two years from now. Yeah. yeah, 2022 with uh, James Gunn directing. And then, Andrew, I know you're excited about this one. The She-Hulk Disney Plus series is confirmed, and Ooh. Tatiana Maslany will be playing the main character, uh, Jennifer Walters, and uh, that both Mark Ruffalo will be playing the Hulk and that Tim Roth is returning as the Abomination. It's so good. I'm so glad how, to see them. How does that work? Okay, moving on. <laughs> yep, yep. Don't worry <laughs> about fire, it. Let's keep going. A Fantastic Four movie is confirmed with Spider-Man Homecoming's John Watts directing it. Perfect. So that's a good decision. It was inevitable. Uh, Are they going to finally make a good Fantastic Four movie? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. The jury is still out on that, but moving on. Ant-Man 3's title was released. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which... <laughs> Yeah, we'll see if that's any good, but if anything has proven in the Sounds past, like a PBS series, it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another thing that came out uh, is that Miss Marvel and Monica Rambo will be in Captain Marvel too, which is nice mm. to know. Mm-hmm. We've also got news that Christian Bale is going to play the villain in Thor God of Thunder. And that villain is Gore, the God Butcher. So if anyone knows the series pretty well, he is a formidable foe, to say the least. He's not um, the villain we wanted, but the villain we needed. We deserved. <laughs> oh, gracious. <laughs> Live long enough to see yourself become um, the villain. <gasps> right, right. Um, oh, another announcement was that uh, both Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and the Untitled Spider-Man 3 movie are interconnected in a unique way with Sochi Gomez attached to play Marvel heroine America Chavez. So Bring stay tuned for more on that. That uh, movie Okay, so Marvel loaded. will not be... Uh, this is something completely different, uh, but I can see why they're doing it. Marvel will not be recasting or digitally resurrecting uh, Chadwick Boseman's T'Challa for Black Panther 2. Good. Instead, That's a good thing. That's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, the clap, clap Disney Plus. I appreciate yeah, that. Th- but instead, they wanted to explore more of the world of Wakanda. So we'll see how that plays out. Wakanda Oof, man, I got through all that Marvel stuff. Andrew, I pass the baton on to you. And we are only halfway. That was marvelous. Disney Animation and Pixar Golly. also had some things to say for this one. Pixar announced a Lightyear movie in 2022 following a Buzz Lightyear adventure if he actually became a space ranger, actually was a real-life character. And <laughs> Captain amazing. America himself, Chris Evans, will be voicing him. Whoa. Whoa. Nice. So, I'm right. so excited for that. And it's going on multiple platforms. They're showing it on Xfinity and beyond. Oh, my word. <laughs> <laughs> you, you waited for my section why didn't you do Zach, this with brett i have Zach. that one written down <laughs> buzz off Zach. <laughs> oh my gosh wow you 
Move well, on. Disney Animation's Raya and the Last Dragon will be getting the live action Mulan treatment and getting mm. premiere access on Disney Plus at release. So you got to pay 30 bucks to watch it if you want to catch it early. Done. I know. I'm so looking forward to that one. Disney Animation's next film is called Encanto. Encanto, I mm. believe. I don't know. And uh, they've partnered with an African company called Kugali for a sci-fi series in development called, and I'm going to butcher this. I am so, so sorry. It's called Iwa- Iwagu. Iwaju. It, I don't, it, it looks like Iwagu. Okay. We'll go with it. There's two little, you know, apostrophes Accent over the letters marks. and I'm, I'm, I'm toast. Um, Disney animation has four animated series coming soon to Disney plus one of which is called <sighs> Baymax. Yes. The so other is for that. the other is Zootopia Plus. Yep. So good to go back to that. We get Tiana from Princess and the Frog. We also get oh. Moana getting her own series. All right. On Disney hey, Plus. Make way. <laughs> <laughs> all all the, the people puns, at Disney all Plus. All the puns right, right here. <laughs> You're welcome. Last but certainly not least, we got a crap ton of other stuff. Aaron, you want to take that away? Yeah, so kind of in the other category, we have Willow as a series, which will sit around yes. a dwarf farmer who does magic. This could be good. We have. I wish, and I I wish did Kevin not, was here to talk about that. Did not see this one coming. Indiana Jones 5, which will hopefully apologize for Indiana Jones 4 and will be released in 2022. <laughs> uh, an alien series, which little dark for disney plus but it's being developed for fx um so not so, disney plus so just oh, okay FX, so not actually FX channel. okay oh okay gotcha uh Trip, you gotta the, get on the good movies man watch yeah. the alien movies has he not seen them oh he's got to catch up well uh, he's seen the all the bad ones the first two he's got to see the first yeah. two uh a beauty and the beast prequel series uh huh yeah, uh-huh. I'm so glad yeah. I asked for that. Yeah, yeah. Said no one. <laughs> it apparently fo- it apparently follows Gaston and LeFou before the events of the movie. Which yeah, pass. pass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mighty Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Okay, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. <laughs> A Turner and Hooch movie headed to Disney Plus with Josh Peck playing Tom Hanks Turner. Okay. A Swiss Family Robinson series for Disney Plus, that could and be I good. cannot. Yep. Bag you enough, Disney. Don't mess this up. <laughs> the live right. action Swiss Family Robinson is one of my top favorite live action Disney Disney movies, followed topped only by Davy Crockett and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. So please don't Ooh. mess this up. But if they do it right, Aaron, it'll still be a shipwreck. Rapid fire, guys. We need to keep moving. <laughs> uh, Percy Jackson in the Olympian series uh, sounds great. Interesting. Uh, Night at the Museum animated film. Okay. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yes. yes. Uh, coming to Disney Plus, a live action animation hybrid. Um, and, uh, interesting. And Andy Samberg and John Mulaney are both attached to that one to star. As Chippendale? Actually. No, 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 I think actually as real life characters, like as real oh, life. Okay. Oh, okay. That could actually work really well. <laughs> um, Sister Act 3 with Whoopi Goldberg. There you go. Uh, all right. Uh, Disenchanted, which is a sequel to Enchanted with Amy Adams returning, streaming only on Disney Plus. I'm I excited love Enchanted. For that. I'm excited I love for that. Enchanted and I'm not ashamed of it, so I'm excited for this one. Um, Peter Pan and Wendy is coming to Disney Plus with Jude Law as Captain Hook. I Ooh, think that's okay. a good casting. That's a nice okay. And then the live action, because Disney can't help themselves, the live <laughs> action, the Little Mermaid movie was cast. Uh, and the cast has now been revealed because we knew it was coming. 
we knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Why? There's going a few other smaller projects, but this is huge, guys. This is huge. I mean, Disney just dropped all of this on us. This was all in one night, right? Yeah, night. this was like this all happened in the span of a few hours. Wow. That they dropped all of this. I literally was going to bed and woke up the next morning and was like, we have made a grave error. <laughs> did, Not did, recording did, our last episode last night. The Emperor's made a grave error and a time for attack has come. <laughs> Were they planning on just slowly releasing this news all throughout 2020? And then they just they kind of were like, oh, we can't announce anything during COVID. And they're like, oh, crap, guys, it's almost the end of December. We have to release. <laughs> we got to do something. <laughs> All right. So I got three questions for you guys. This will kind of frame the discussion because we obviously don't have time to talk about the amount of content that is here in front of us. So three questions for you guys. One of which, what are you most excited for? Two, what do you find the most surprising? And three, do you feel like there's anything missing or left out? So, Zach, what are you most excited for? Hmm. <laughs> out of that list, how do you choose? I know. Okay, well, I'm glad you asked. Obi-Wan. I, I know this isn't a new news per se, but every new bit of information we're getting about it just excites me more and more. Having Ewan McGregor reassume the helm of... Obi-Wan, similar to Tamora Morrison playing Boba Fett in The Mandalorian, the fact and the serendipity that they're approximately the age that their character would be in the timeline, I'm just so ridiculously excited about that. But the news that Hayden is going to come back, I, I'm so excited that so much of this new Star Wars TV content is either redeeming or really just filling out the movies, particularly mm-hmm. the prequels and, you know, star Wars is a redemption story. So I'm glad that even the actors themselves get a shot at coming back and, uh, maybe strengthening what was otherwise a very weak initial appearance. So very excited for that. But then I already mentioned this in my listing cause I couldn't help it. The rogue squadron movie. And yeah. Aaron, I know you can back me up on this. Oh I mean, yeah. Reading the expanded universe growing up, my Holy Trinity was the Thrawn trilogy, the Bounty Hunter Wars, and then Rogue Squadron. Yeah. So with the Mandalorian TV show, basically got to see Bounty Hunter Wars come to life with this new standalone Ahsoka and New Republic Rangers. I'm basically going to get to see Thrawn again come to life. Which would be lovely. Having this Rogue Squadron movie come out and the, the fact that Patty Jenkins said she wants it to be like the greatest fighter jet movie ever made. It's like Star Wars meets Top Which, Gun. Yeah, obviously that's got to be up. Top Gun. So, yeah. you know, how do you top that? That's what I'm most excited about. I, just little additional thoughts. I, I continue to be optimistically hopeful for every bit of news that comes out for the High Republic era. And uh, any Firefly fans out there oh, kind of yeah. getting the Reaver vibe from this villain race or sect. Remind me the name of mm. those guys again. Mm-hmm. I, I've only seen a little bit of them, but yeah, a little bit. Uh, I actually haven't researched enough to look into the name. I just keep seeing their concept art and it, it just kind of reminds me of the Reavers. It looks like they've gone insane or it's a very cultish. They have uh, augmented pieces of machinery like surgically attached to their bodies it looks like mm-hmm. um so anyway just I, i'm i'm in the nihil 
the uh, Nihil. N I H I L. So Nihil, Nihil, I don't know. Ooh, like ex Nihilo out of nothing, which sure. is kind of cool because they come out of the blackness of space, the Nihil. What? All right, Star Wars getting all Latin on us. I, love I was going to say, breaking out the Latin. There we go. Homeschoolers unite. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, was anyone else here a huge fan of the Loki trailer? Yes. It won me oh, over. That trailer, yes. though. Yeah. yeah. I, so I wasn't even really much of a fan of the, the show idea. I'm thinking, really, what, what's it going to be about? But when they, well, when they started dropping all those different Easter eggs in the trailer and the story of it all, I thought, okay, I want to watch that. That looks really good. Whoever edited that trailer needs a raise. Good job. So initially you were a bit low-key, but now you're more hyped. Hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um, uh, I, I know Andrew will join me in the fanboying on this, but Ryan, the last dragon already has my 30 bucks. Uh, yes, absolutely. If you guys haven't seen our reaction video to that one, it's on YouTube on our, uh, uh, YouTube channel. Be sure to check that out. I had so much fun watching that. It's a great trailer and I'm so excited for that movie. I, I will buy the soundtrack movie unseen. Yeah, like I, I was just sold <laughs> from the trailer music alone. And then last but not least, I was so delighted to see a Willow sequel. Yeah. That, that Kevin, you're right field. Kevin, you're here in spirit tonight. Yeah, Kevin, this <laughs> one's for you. I, I think Willow was a uh, very bold movie at the time by Lucasfilm. And uh, I, I think it just kind of fell victim to just being another 80s fantasy movie <laughs> um but another brown it had movie. the makings of greatness it had the yeah. it had the ingredients to be great and it yeah, just kind of missed it at its core i think it really does have a good story it has a lovable character that you want to root for and uh it it's got a lore that you can expand upon so i'm excited mm -hmm. to re-enter that universe so do we know if warwick davis is attached back to this new willow series I saw an article that he was. So Good, nice. yeah, that, Hey, do it. I right. hope it was true. Yeah. Good. Glad to hear it. Well, Zach, that's all I see on your list right now. Brett, how about you? Yeah. What are you most excited for? I've got to echo Zach on the Obi-Wan series. I really think <laughs> yeah. with Ewan McGregor coming back, Hayden Christensen, I am especially excited if, and I don't know this, I didn't do enough research, I guess. Is David Filoni and John Favreau, are they teaming up on the creative vision on this? They better. Please tell me they are. I, please, it, please let them be the, the Kevin yeah. Feige of Star Wars. Let them be the driving force, the one at the helm of this series, because they're doing such a great job with Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. But uh, really excited for that. Uh, I thought the trailer for uh, Raya and the Last Dragon was just incredible. So I'm really excited for Raya and the Last Dragon. Mm hmm. Um, and then I am a huge fan of alternate history, uh, kind of like, well, what what if, you know, that this particular faction won a particular war instead of somebody else and how that would affect the world? So the, the show, what if, even though it's a cartoon, I'm really interested to see that. Me too. Like, hmm. why not Peggy Carter become, you know, and not Captain America, what, Captain Britain or something like that? Captain United Kingdom. Yeah, I, I guess we'll find out uh, because I'd like to know what if that happened. Uh, and then I'm a huge fan of mysteries, too. And also all the lore of Star Wars, especially a lot of the High Republic stuff. So Star mm -hmm. Wars, the Acolyte, 
I thought was a great idea to put a different twist on Star Wars. You don't have to have lightsabers blaring. You can just have someone immersed in a mystery. I thought that well, there's, there's, there's some speculation that's on this one because Acolyte apparently has some Sith context oh, it's 100% to it. oh, a dark side so oh, appa- yeah. so here's the deal apparently with where they've got it set in the timeline that's round about the time that darth plagueis and sheev palpatine come into play well not Ooh. not if it's high republic high republic would be far too soon it's, for sheev. it's set at the end of the high republic the mm. very oh. end of the high republic so there's some theories that are floating <laughs> around. Are are we going to see Darth Plagueis in Star Wars, the Acolyte? Well, and Plagueis had been around for a while, too. So it's, you know, maybe if 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 Palpatine doesn't enter the scene, you could still have Plagueis in there. Yeah. So who knows? Right. We'll see. Show Fan opening. Theory. Show opening. You hear the Mon Calamari ballerinas in the background. Did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis? Boom. Star Wars Acolyte. Start the show. Uh, there you go. Uh, yes, yes, please. <laughs> I'm getting chills. Fanboy chills. Yes, please. <laughs> um, Aaron, how about you? Yeah, so a lot of the same, a lot of the same here. So, you know, Obi-Wan's definitely at the top of my list as well. Let's just but keep to- talking Obi-Wan. He, he's my Aragorn, man. I could go on an Obi-Wan rant. <laughs> well, you know, we've also had more time to be excited about it because we we knew that this was coming longer right. than a lot of these other things. Yeah. And I'm, I'm on this. You got, you got you and McGregor coming back as Obi-Wan. I mean, done right there. Good but choice. they didn't tell me that Hayden is coming back as Anakin. And I have, I have long thought that Hayden got dealt a bad hand, right? Yeah. He, he got a script with dialogue that wasn't great. And George Lucas for all of his imagination, just isn't good at on set directing as far as getting emotions out of actors Mm -hmm. Um, so giving Hayden a second chance to play Darth Vader, because I think he can actually do a really good job at it. If you let him do his thing and you give him good directions and you give him a good script, um, we saw that it's very likely there's going to be scenes with helmet off, which I think makes total sense. Otherwise, why cast Hayden as Darth Vader if he's going to have his helmet on the whole time, right? Because the fans, obviously. Well, I guess it's a big paycheck to stick him behind a a mask. Well, Kathleen Kennedy also said that they were going to have a rematch that was going to be epic. Yeah, which is interesting because in... Yeah, it's called The New Hope. Right. And so... I have kind of mixed feelings on that because it does change around some of what the established expanded universe had. But look, if done right, it can be epic. Now, my only drawback on this is I heard it's, it's only gonna be like four episodes or five episodes or I'm something okay with that. Yeah, it's going to be series. Yeah, it's going to be huh. a mini series. It's going to be short, but it's going to I it's going to be great quality over quantity for me. Oh, for sure. It'll be one not to miss. Oh. Ah, I see what you did there. So my second one I'm excited about and I didn't see coming is Rogue Squadron. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is this is big. I mean, between the novel series, which was absolutely fantastic. And of course, the Nintendo 64 video game. Yeah, um, having a games. movie about this. And I know they're not going to follow the the novels exactly. But um, it, it's a series that lends itself to a lot of of new characters. You can put a lot of new mm-hmm. characters. We can explore these new characters and tie back in the old ones. Are we going to see wedge? Mm-hmm. Are we going to see all the other kind of icons of, of rogue squadron? Maybe. Um, but that setting opens it up to introducing a bunch of new, interesting characters. 
And yeah, the fact that she's like, I want this to be the best like fighter jet movie you've ever seen. But Star Wars wow. is just like, wow, you you picked the right person. Well, even and, her her introduction with it, which, you know, her roller skating on the, the tarmac there mm, was you know yeah. interesting. But her story on how she has this personal connection with her dad being a fighter pilot um, and like really wanting to make a movie about that. Um, she has a good track record so far at this point. Wonder Woman 1984 has not come out, but the initial reviews that are coming out are very positive for it. Mm-hmm. So she has two really good tentpole fan films under mm-hmm. her belt. And I think she can carry the weight of the Star Wars universe. Oh, absolutely. So much of directing is getting emotion out of people. And for her to have that personal connection with her dad. Yes. I'm so excited. Like my, my grandpa was a pilot. And so I grew up with him telling stories of what it was like to be flying at night or to be flying with an enemy. And I, that's partially why I love the Rogue Squadron books. Cause I, I had that personal connection in my oh, life. Interesting. So to have her come at it from that personality, that personal level I mean, it, it, it's why having John and Dave as the the dynamic duo with Mandalorian work so well is because they bring their Star Wars fandom experience into it. Yeah. So I'm just excited that Disney is making some very positive directing choices. And the mm-hmm. cool thing is for all the lightsabers and force and Jedi that we're going to get from Obi-Wan and, and some of these other series, Rogue Squadron um, didn't have virtually any of that from no. from in the series, in the video games, in the novels. So it's cool to see this other side of of Star Wars of kind of your everyday people where they're heroes, um, but they're not force wielders. They're not, you know, lightsabers. Right. They're just they're just dedicated pilots for the rebellion who go out and fly these really dangerous. They're elite pilots that fly mm-hmm. these really dangerous missions and they're who get caught in to to uh do the tough things um so i'm really excited about this i'm actually i'm thrilled it's a movie actually out of all the things that i want to see as a series it would actually be this because i'm one movie may not be enough if it's as good as i hope it's going to be i, I might wish this is going to be a series but who, who knows? knows who, who knows, knows what disney has up their sleeve maybe it'll just serve as a glorified pilot episode shut up <laughs> 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 things will take off uh, uh. Uh, so there's a theme here and my next one is a star wars uh star wars property as well i'm gonna pick the acolyte as well which i initially kind of surprised me i didn't think i was going to be excited and i think the reason i am is because i'm really curious about the high republic Mm -hmm. i'm a huge Mm -hmm. fan of the old republic era the video game obviously but there's a lot of good novels and it's an interesting time in the star wars universe because you have established things like um lightsabers and Jedi and they're kind of at their their peak and there's a lot of battles between the Sith and Jedi and everything and it's a really interesting era the High Republic is a is a new period that hasn't been explored that much the Acolyte sounds really interesting because we're going to get that dark side look yeah um which you know I'm not you know I'm always going to land on the light side I'm always kind of like a Jedi fan but I like that mystery element I like the idea that we are going to explore um, the Sith and and the dark side in ways we haven't. Um, I'm more maybe maybe I'm more curious than I am excited, but I think it's going to bring a new side to Star Wars that we haven't seen before. Um, So I think it's gonna be really cool. Well, it excites me because we're now seeing that they understand that Star Wars is in a universe. 
So not every single Star Wars property needs to be action adventure. You can explore other right. genres, like right. have a mystery series. Right. I mean, and like look at look at what they did with the Marvel TV shows on Netflix. Like Jessica Jones, I would not classify as action as much as it was like suspense thriller. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that that's that's what I see them doing with all these new Star Wars titles is they're kind of branching out of. All right. It's not just epic action. Right. And, and just like Rogue Squadron doesn't have to center around, you know, oh, we have to have a Jedi at the center of everything, which is cool. You know, you don't have to do that. And my fourth one I'm really excited about is Loki. I thought the trailer was really, really oh, yeah. fun. I love Loki as a character. Tom Hiddleston is oh, fantastic. Owen Wilson popping up. That Which, was... by the way, in the first three <laughs> or four seconds, I didn't realize that was him. And then oh, I heard the really? voice. I heard the voice again. I was like, oh, Unmistakable. wow. Oh, wow. Um, wow. And then, Loki, and then wow. My last one is actually the Bad Batch. OK, I'm actually really warming to it. I was kind of meh when they announced it. And then I saw the trailer. I rewatched the last season of Clone Wars. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm actually pretty excited for this. Well, I, what, I think it's going to be cool. What intrigued me about that one is that it's clearly part of the show set that the Bad Batch is now part of the Empire. Yes. And I so, think that's what's mm. so interesting. They're going to have to wrestle. I'm assuming they're going to have to wrestle with what that means mm-hmm. as clones and as individuals uh, or as individual, because they were different, right? They, right? they they had a little more of that individuality because well, it's what made them so successful. We shall see. Yeah. Being being mutations, did they have the obedience chip to where did they execute any Jedi during Order 66 mm. or would they have been exempt from that? Well, I think I'm hoping that's stuff they explore, honestly, because well, I think that's what makes them interesting. We'll see. All right, so I am literally excited for about 90% of these announcements. I could probably go down the list and just be like, squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. I'm just excited about the entire thing. Um, There were four things in particular on this list that I was very excited about. One of which is Christian Bale. Christian Bale as the Thor 3 villain, um, Gore the God Butcher. That man is a powerhouse of an actor. And him in a villain role, period. I'm excited to see. I'm just very happy that he's making it to the Marvel universe. I think he's going to be an excellent villain for that movie. Yeah. I mean, he goes all in basically on anything that he makes. I mean, the the body transformations alone should prove that going between heavy set and ridiculously skinny. So this, this guy's going to do great. And what I'm excited about too, is that the nature of Gore, the God butcher, the character is that he, I think he was announced around 2012. I think was when his first appearance is. So the character is pretty new. Oh, okay. Um, but it revolves around an alien who lives in this uh, a society where they deify that they're, they're very God centric, essentially, and his family dies and the gods don't come. And long story short, he ends up killing one uh, or, or, or coming at the end of a con- uh, something gets one of the gods swords and is just so ticked off at the rest of the gods. Like, OK, if they're not worthy, then I'm taking them all out. And so that rage that's there, I think Christian Bale is just going to absolutely nail. But next one on my list is Pixar's Lightyear. Oh, yeah. Hmm. This one surprised me. They announced it and I saw the picture that they had for it, which is, you know, Buzz Lightyear is an actual animated character, essentially a real life character. as real life as he's going to get. And I went, oh, yeah, because I have fond memories of the opening of Toy Story 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, did you ever watch this? 
the the Space Ranger animated series yeah. that they did with Buzz. I remember yeah, that one, one too. Good. Yeah, I remember that one too. So to see Pixar of all places doing that, I'm really excited about. And there, it, partly too, because Pixar as of late has kind of been doing more super experimental films and yeah. kind of going out there. Sola's getting ready to come out. Their next one, Luca, that's coming out looks very. It looks like a short film that they've extended to a feature film. That so to see them do kind of a tentpole franchise like this in a new way seems uncharacteristic of them, but absolutely perfect. Well, it seems to be a lot of good buzz about it. Uh, and this is a movie, yeah. right? Not a series. It is. It is a Not movie. A- uh, my third thing is really all the stuff swirling around Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness uh, and the Untitled Spider-Man Three. We did an episode prior to this about all the Spider-Man Three rumors which mostly seemed to be coming true. Wow. At this point, Spider-Man three stuff. Spider-Man three seems to be like the suicide drink of Marvel movies. It really does. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're like this character, this character, this character, this character. Let's see what it tastes like. But you know, since, but since we talked about it on, on the last episode, which you should go back and listen to it. um, They're talking about bringing Alfred Molina back as Doc Ock. I've heard recent conversations about bringing William Defoe back as <laughs> Green Goblin, which I don't Man. understand because he did. Yeah, he and Doc Ock both are dead. So we'll Kirsten see. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst um, mm-hmm. coming back as Mary, Mary Jane. Jane. That's floating around there too. I really excited to see what they do with this because it, I think a lot of this is going to be cameo stuff, and it's not going to be major roles in it. But I'm it's really probably really smart, they though, because they've got us who that was our first Spider-Man and our first Mary Jane. And they got us like, oh, I can't wait to see them back again. And they've got like the new one. And so they're really just they're dragging everyone in audience wise, too. All right. And my last one is that they made a subtle announcement that a character called Kang the Conqueror will be in Ant-Man 3 Mania. Whoa. Um, mm-hmm. Kang the Conqueror, if you don't know, is a Thanos Thanos level villain who I am willing to bet they're setting up to be the next Thanos. Mm -hmm. Um, He's already been casted. Guy named Jonathan Majors is playing him. Um, I have seen nothing that he's in. I'm just very excited to see what they do with the character. So Ant-Man three was another one that hit my list as notable. So he's King. The conquer is the one that conquers timelines like complete. Okay. So he's already conquered different time he's, continuums and then he comes he into the, ours he's the genghis khan basically of time he conquers hmm. civilizations all throughout the timelines and the different streams because he comes from the whatever century and has super duper tech okay i'm interested that sounds cool if he is able to go into different timelines like uh, potential universes that happen you know how dr stranger is able to see into the future yeah. of all these different potential worlds this means that Kang the Conqueror defeated Thanos in one of those timelines, at least. Think about it that way. <sighs> oh, Kang. I'm, I'm thrilled to see the character there, and we Dang need it. to keep moving because we got more to talk about. All right, <laughs> really quick. What surprised you the most, Zach? Just the sheer quantity. Like, it just didn't stop. It just seemed like <laughs> this, this time warp broke out of the ether in December and Disney just went. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was almost like the exorcist except with great material. Like it just, it, it wouldn't stop coming. And, uh, and it, you said it, Andrew, I, 
am excited about 90% of it. Like it wasn't, it wasn't just like, okay, well, that's kind of nice to hear. It was like, right. that looks good. And that looks good. And mm-hmm. that looks good. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I'm just shocked at the sheer quantity. We'll see if that means quality, depending on who they get. But I am very excited with what they've got and, for that. And yeah. it, it has me also wondering is if this is going to be the new norm to where different streaming services basically beat their chest and enamor viewers with look at all the great stuff we have coming. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the first death knell for theaters because I now find myself genuinely more excited about things that are streaming content. Only one of those things on there that I'm super excited about is a movie and that's yeah. Rogue Squadron. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything else. In fact, like Ryan, the last dragon notice that I'm like, I will drop my 30 bucks to watch it on streaming mm-hmm. because I, with I, kids, with yeah. kids, it's cheaper, far cheaper and, and more convenient. Oh, easily. And I already have the account and I already paid for three years. So why not? <laughs> <laughs> Brett, how about you? Yeah, yeah I've got to agree with Zach uh, that the quantity is almost like they're playing all their cards at once instead of letting it span over all these different years, like a crock pot meal. I mean, I I almost think of it like if you eat a piece of white bread, you get hungry pretty quick after that. But if you eat a bowl of oatmeal, it's going to stay in there for a while, give you more energy throughout the day. Weirdest analogies. I'm just saying that it makes sense in that way. Disney plus brought you by Quaker Oats. Now I have to, (laughs) I have to give Disney credit. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they, they, oh, they're yeah. not going to be stupid and say, w- w- looks like we're about to go out of business. We better throw everything we got at the kitchen sink. So I, I, I don't think that's <laughs> throw everything I mean, at the no, kitchen sink, at the kitchen <laughs> sink, and then the throw kitchen the kitchen sink, sink in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're locking people up for three years. I mean, that's that's for me. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got three years of massive amount of content. You got three oh, years sure. of my yearly subscription. Right. What, right. And right. that may be what they're trying to do. They're probably trying to just outperform things like Netflix, Hulu. Oh, I care, yeah. I care more else. about Disney Plus right now than I do Netflix, Amazon, or any other streaming service. We like, don't even have Netflix anymore. Oh, we use, there you go. Yeah, I don't we, either. We use Disney Plus so much. Um, and the only thing, honestly, the only thing I really miss on there is Stranger Things. Mm. And I hear it just got worse the later it went on. I stopped watching. Depends on who you talk to. All right, Aaron. What about you? What are you most surprised about? Yeah, same thing. I was surprised at just the sheer amount of content. But more than that, I was surprised at um, how much of it I'm actually excited about. Not just like, wow, you have a bunch, but just like Zach said, like, oh, that looks good. That looks good. That looks good, too. Normally, when you see this kind of content dump, I expect like two or three things to interest me. But now it's like the flip. Like, there's only like two or three that don't, honestly. Um it's been in the works and rumored for a long time, but the fact that Indiana Jones five is actually happening. <laughs> I know um, is a pleasant, it is a pleasant surprise to me though, because um, I don't know after, after four. Well, so here's the thing. Here's my thought. And I really do see this as a potential redemption for four. Um, Harrison Ford is, is like it? 78 now, but listen, I think there's a way we, he can, they can, they can do this right. Right. So Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of my favorite movies of all time. Amen. So having Harrison Ford back in the fedora with the whip is going to be amazing. But he needs just like they tried to do in four. They need a younger version, a sidekick, uh, 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 someone he's mentoring, but done right. And I think you they can pull that off. If you haven't seen the young Indiana Jones Chronicles, which, of course, was about him. 
Um, it's <laughs> really criminally underrated. I think it's a fantastic show. Um, it came out in like the eighties and it, it was, I thought it was really well done. It's really fun. Um, I think having like a younger character that he's, he's mentoring or goes on adventures with again, like they tried to do in, in, um, in the fourth one, it can be pulled off. I don't expect to see Harrison Ford as the main character as Indiana Jones running around and doing all the things he did in right. the original three. And that's, and I'm okay with that. I'm perfectly okay with that. Indiana Jones and the quest for orthopedic shoes. <laughs> <laughs> on the flip side, I don't want it to be like, he's just the professor at the right. college. And then there's some other character you don't really care about going off on adventure. No, but he's got to pass am, the mantle on to the next generation. Exactly. But he no. has to be a part of it too. <laughs> and I'm, I am very optimistic that they're going to do it right. I don't know why, but maybe but something like Batman beyond where it's like old Bruce Wayne and Terry McGinnis, you know, he's training the new Batman. Yeah. It could be like Harrison Ford is basically just like having this other guy do all the leg leg work, but training him. Yeah. I, I'm the next, all, the next part. I think it'd be done right. Would an Indiana Jones protege be a whippersnapper? Okay. Ooh. So the thing, the thing that I am most excited about, because <laughs> there's a whip and you snap a whip. Oh, I, I fully got that. The also thing that I was most term for a young person. Okay. Zach. <laughs> The thing that I'm most excited about that they announced or say the most surprised about that they announced was Star Wars visions. I didn't mm. think they were going to touch anime with a 10 foot pole. And so well, the fact that they're doing this anthology of Star Wars content, that's an anime style. I mean, cool. I'll well, watch it. Have you watched any of the galaxy of adventure shorts on their kids YouTube channel? No. <laughs> you sounded like a 12 year old right there. Oh, hey, guys, have you seen <laughs> short shorts? <laughs> My mom lets me watch They're it. They're great. No, check it out, Andrew. It, okay. It's called Galaxy of Adventures. I think the longest one is like two minutes. Like they're they're literally shorts and they're so well done. And they use only quotes from the original trilogy. So there's no new voiceover work. Nice. Oh, wow. All original quotes, all original sound effects. But it's an anime style. And it is so incredibly well done. Like I'm almost upset. It's just a kid's series. Like I want to see if it's the same studio, huh. same style. I'm so there. Well, I was just, I was mainly just surprised that they were going, you know, a mainstream announcement doing star Wars Visions. So, I mean, count me in. I was just surprised to see it. You went from anime to anime. Well, Maybe. how about you, Zach? Was there <laughs> anything that you felt was left off or missing? Uh, well, I was deeply disappointed that we didn't see them use our suggestion and do a Princess Bride spinoff of the Dread Pirate Robert series. Man. <laughs> Come on, Disney. Do you not listen to Daggum Nerds? Everybody listens to Season this one, show. episode one. What should Disney Plus make next? Check it out, Disney. You heard it here. Uh, Brett, how about you? I am kind of surprised that uh, they're making another Black Panther without Black Panther. I think he's left out. Um, <laughs> I I was just kind of surprised. Like, okay. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> hey, he's left out. Poor guy. Now, I, I get it. I know why they're doing it. Uh, but it's kind of hard to call a movie Black Panther unless you have Black Panther. So we'll, we'll see Maybe. how they continue with this. They've done a great job on Marvel movies in the past. I trust them on it. So Maybe Shuri? Taking up the mantle? Uh, maybe so. And a quick nod to Kevin. He had a thought on this. There are no Incredibles spinoffs. 
in this entire dump. I am disappointed about that. Like, what? I mean, anything like an animated series about maybe Dash and Violet when they grow up to be a little bit older and take up their parents' mantle or anything. I mean, the, the potential is there. Well, do you think that's just because Disney doesn't want to create more noise with more superhero IPs from their well, Marvel? It's because stuff? that that content, that demographic who'd want to watch that are going to watch Baymax. Ah, they're going to watch big hero six content because well, guilty is charged. Guys. Yeah. I will. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to watch it too because Baymax is flipping amazing. Aaron, how about so, you? What were you, what were you, did you feel like there's anything left off or missing? Yeah. Just two things for me. One, which is a good thing is I heard nothing about Ryan Johnson's star Wars trilogy. Thank God. And I was thrilled. <laughs> Well, that's just Ryan Johnson subverting <laughs> our expectations. By, I'm going to do, <laughs> do it. I told you I was going to make a whole trilogy, and now I'm not. Bet you didn't see just that coming. Just kidding. <laughs> and then I was, uh, something that I felt was missing, although I understand why it wouldn't be announced right now, is where we're getting Thrawn. And I, but, but, but ah. I do mm. like the idea that there are multiple shows that are either currently with, with Mandalorian right now, or the live action Ahsoka or the Rangers, uh, Rangers of the Republic or Rangers of the Rebellion or whatever it's called. Um, there are multiple shows. He could turn up anytime. Yeah, we could true. have this reveal in any of these shows, or it could be the same reveal overlapping in multiple shows. You yeah. know, timeline. Yeah. I mean, what if he became kind of like the Thanos of the Star Wars oh. show universe to where Don't get he's, my hopes up. he's lurking in the background and then Almost kind of like, um, oh, what was it called? Not the Avengers. It was when all of the TV show Marvel people came together. What are they called? The, the Defenders. Uh, the Defenders. Like the Star Wars Defenders, but done right. To where yeah, you have all right. these, these different <laughs> series come to a head and that is taking on Thrawn. I, and I, yeah, and I think mm. obviously I understand why they're not going to announce like when and where he's coming, but there wasn't any real reference. And I'm. I can't wait to see. I was so scared to have a live action Thrawn until mm -hmm. this season of Mandalorian. And um, I realized, you know what? Yes. I think they can actually do this right. So ob it's obvious why it was left out. But I was maybe a little surprised that there was no explicit mention of him. I have to be I have to remind myself that when I ask myself, was there anything I felt was missing or left out that I don't come across as ungrateful? <laughs> because you, because they literally hit just about every one of the check boxes that i wanted to see for anything star wars marvel disney animation stuff i didn't even know i wanted to see mm -hmm. so the only thing though that i'm surprised we didn't get a mention about was we didn't see anything about the x-men hmm is it just because that's still soon? some legal thing or do they fully own? No, them they now? fully outright own them now. Huh? And so hmm. I, I, I know that that deal has been incoming for a while and that you have the potential to prepare for landing for the mutants coming to the Marvel universe, the MCU. But I was just really surprised that we didn't get anything about that, which makes me wonder are one, are we even doing it? And two, if we are, is it just going to be a part of something else? Hmm. Huh. Well, they got to have something for the info dump at the end of 2021. This is only you three years wrong. worth. They've got three years and they got to come up with new stuff. So, and I mean, yeah, they, just, they just recently reacquired them, right? 
Yeah, it's been. Yeah, it always takes time to reconcile with your ex. So. Oh my gosh. Wow. (laughs) Well, in all reality, what if this becomes a thing? Like every December, these dumps come out from Disney. I don't think my brain could handle that. I wouldn't be surprised though, because that could be a thing. Just like, oh, I can't wait for the Disney December dump. Like, like the, the, what new shows are coming? Like yeah. you could, like, if I was a marketing person, I'd totally play that up, make well, it a but, thing. But part of the thing that made this special was that nobody saw this coming. That's if you, true. If That's you true. make this That's an right. expectation every December, That's all you're going to do is shoot right. yourself in the foot That's five years from true. now. That's true. Because then you start gauging, oh, this one was good. This one was bad. Whereas we're just yeah. excited about all of this. One, because I think most of this is going to be genuinely good, but we're just blown away by not knowing this was coming. I would argue that this is special because it was a surprise. I agree. I retract point. my statement. I That's agree. Right. That's no right, right. Aaron. <laughs> we do not want our December Disney dump. <laughs> Great discussion, guys. There's so much more to cover here, and we probably will at some point in time. We're probably going to take most of these shows and do first episode breakdowns or whatever this is not the last you're going to be hearing about any of can this we, can we do a what do we want to see just like we do at the lord of the rings well do i don't we know but see? i'm pretty sure that disney has outlined basically what we are planning on doing on dadgum nerds for you know the next 10 seasons so yeah, like, thanks for giving us our itinerary there disney yeah no joke <laughs> well next up is our fan question of the week and we'll dive into that you in just feel? a second this next segment is brought to you by Maleshko. Making videos should be fast and fun. Find out how at Maleshko.com. That's M-I-L-E-S-H-K-O.com. Or you can go to dadgumnerds.com slash sponsors and it'll take you straight there. Thanks, guys. All right. Our fan question of the week this week was given to us by Kevin. Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Yeah. Thanks, Glad Kevin. to see you here, Kevin, even though you're not here today. All right. Question is, if Disney could buy only one more IP. What would you want it to be? And what would you not want it to be? So if Disney could buy one mm. more IP, what would you want it to be? And what would they you need not another want it to one? Be? Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, Aaron question. Yeah. So this one is might make sense. I'm actually going to say Legend of Zelda. I think they oh, could my. make a really cool hmm. series. Given what we have just seen Disney announce. I think they might be the ones to handle it. I know on screen Zelda stuff has kind of been on and off and they, they, you know, there's been talks for a long time, but if this is actually going to happen and I would watch, I think it'd be interesting. Um, I feel like Disney plus is at a, a Disney as a studio, but also just with the platform, this is a place that they could pull it off. So, you know, if I had to pick one, um, if, if they need to add one more, I think legend of Zelda would be really interesting. I would just request that at some point they have link, make eye contact with the Disney princess and go, excuse me, princess. That's the only line we can leave the entire that, show. Com- that show completely behind and do something that's actually good. <laughs> and what would you not want it to be? Um, so they actually technically do own it because they bought Fox, but I'm going to say Firefly. And there's been some rumors mm. swirling around because they they do own the, the rights to it now. Right. And uh, Disney's not the one I want making Firefly. It's just the the style of show it is, the humor in the show or the wittiness, uh, the characters, the the stories, the situations. You know, for a long time, I was one of those proponents of like, yes, re- bring back Firefly, bring back the original cast. Yes. And now I'm just like, you know what? 
let's let Firefly be. Disney, please don't do any more with it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just leave it in our hearts uh, as it was and enjoy it. Enjoy the 12 episodes that we got <laughs> from Fox over and over again. Just let it remain shiny as it don't. Exactly. Don't don't touch it, please, Disney. Brett. So if uh, I'm going to start with the, what I would not want it to be. Okay. Um, if Disney were to not buy something, I would not want them to touch Avatar The Last Airbender. Okay. That needs to mm. stay over mm. in the Nickelodeon mm. court where it began. Okay. okay. Um, I'm, M. Night I'm Shyamalan okay tried taking it out of the court, and you saw what happened in the live action. How I'm dare you saying. bring that up here? How dare this you? This is a family show, Brett. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm saying it to warn our children not to see that movie. <laughs> this is a Brett warning. Caca! Caca! Stay away! So, um, yeah, and uh, if Disney could only buy one more IP, uh, it I would not want them to actually buy anything at all. I don't want them to buy any more IPs. <laughs> okay, I want them to stop expanding. Like, please let other people have a say in what is made in our content. <laughs> I, I love it that they are that that they've been successful and great at what they do. But my word, Disney, just <laughs> let someone else have a chance. Zach, how about you? <laughs> Um, if they could buy one more, um, I, I'd like to see them, not exactly what Aaron said, but I'd like to see them and Nintendo do something together. Like when I think, when I think family friendly video game, I go no further than anything Nintendo. I'm like, I always find myself smiling at Nintendo games that I play. So I, I, I think didn't universal already put their bid though. Cause we're getting like a Nintendo world. For, yeah, uh, we got two. Oh. Of them. One of them's happening in Orlando, and the other one's actually in Japan as well. Okay, yeah, so, I mean, I, yeah that makes a lot. I know <laughs> this would be years in the future, but I I think Disney and Nintendo, they, there's so many similarities in their brand as far as being family centered. I, I think it would be a really nice marriage. I think now, they could. Whether yeah. that's Legend of Zelda, um, does, doesn't Netflix own the rights? Aren't we getting a Netflix? I Are have they? no idea. There's 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 vague rumors swirling around. I heard that that was happening, and I I don't know. And quite frankly, I think Disney's better positioned to to handle it. Well, as of right now, actually, Illumination Entertainment is more in position to do it because they're actually doing a Mario movie coming out. I oh, think 2022 or 2023. They? There's already a Super Mario Brothers movie. So. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! And now it's this is a kid's show, Aaron. <laughs> Let me reflect that back to you. No. Zach, um, uh, so if I could prevent them from ever touching an IP, it would be hands down Harry Potter. No. I do not want Ooh. Disney touching Harry yeah. Potter. That's a good call. Because Disney does a great job at, uh, I'm going to call like hokey, uh, low stakes fantasy lore. But when you have something like a Harry Potter or something like a Lord of the Rings to where you've got a very in-depth, very somber, I would even say, expanded universe and lore, Mm -hmm. I've not seen them do that well fantasy-wise. They either go full on, oh, magic sparkles, magic is amazing and for everyone, or they go really dark. I mean, uh, Black Cauldron, anyone? (laughs) It's okay. Warner Brothers lately can't do it either. So, right. So I just, I, I haven't seen a balance when it comes to uh fantasy lore 
not that they couldn't adapt the Harry Potter books, but it, it's kind of like Warner Brothers did such a great job the first time around. I, I don't think I would need that revisited. Yeah, it's already been done. I want to see the Avatar The Last Airbender team take on Harry Potter series as a seven Yes, give season us an show. animated series and explore Please. the Wizarding World. Please. Yes. All right. So my answer uh, is actually both for I want them to buy it and I don't want them to buy it. Intriguing. DC. <laughs> <laughs> Please DC does need help. Please but. put them out of their misery. DC needs help. Uh, they're, uh, they need a lifeline at the moment. I think wonder woman's, uh, supposedly pretty good, but we'll see. Um, so I, I want them to buy it just, just to pull them out of the gutter that they are currently lying all beat up in. Um, but I, I also don't want them to buy it because they would own pretty much everything at that point. Mm, and you know comp- competition is good for the soul and good for viewers and, listen you know, for I them would, to have that much power it'd pretty much be comic unlimited yeah. oh, <laughs> so my my answer to both buy it and don't buy it is dc comics <laughs> mm, buy it and do nothing with it <laughs> <laughs> it's be- because it's better than what we have <laughs> just make it stop <laughs> Zack snyder stop it well, if you guys want to submit your question to us to be read on the show, go to dadgumnerds.com slash contact and you could submit your question and it may possibly just make it on here that we could talk about it. So go on. What are you waiting for? Well, it's time to finish up and we'll be back with our closing thoughts and pun count in just a second. Got a question for the dads? Got a joke that makes your kids groan? You want a specific topic on the podcast? Then head to dadgumnerds.com slash contact and send us your thoughts. We read every submission, and you might just hear it on the podcast. Again, that's dadgumnerds.com slash contact, and we'll catch you later, dadgum nerds. All right, any closing thoughts before we go? I mean, I have a full watching list for the next forever. I have not been this excited for new Star Wars content since maybe, maybe since the the prequel trilogy, just because when when wow. Force Awakens was announced um, and I still have a distinct memory of Zach calling me when we first found out that <laughs> yeah. Disney had bought Star Wars, um, I was really excited for it. But there's also that nervousness that comes with that and was well warranted. Now that they've shown they can do more Star Wars right. I'm so excited. I know not every one of these is going to be a hit but I think there's going to be a lot more done right than not. And I, and I, I, I I'm really excited for that. We have hope, a new hope. hope, a new hope. <laughs> I just want to know how they're going to make a black Panther without a black Panther. <laughs> You're still, still stuck on, on this. That. Still so hung up on, on that. that. <laughs> Man, that's just, I, I don't get it, but we'll find out. But seriously, my final comment on this, I'm seriously excited for 90% of what they announced and we'll absolutely be watching it. I can't believe all the stuff that we've been given. Yeah, I'm I'm saying that it's it's all has huge potential to be good. It's not. Here's 25 Mm -hmm. things and three of them might be interesting. That's that's what's blowing me away. A droid's tale. We'll see. I don't know. Did you you watch the Lego droids tales? Yeah. Lego Lego and animation live action or that's it's a different thing. Well, but. I mean, the acting can't be any more robotic than the prequel trilogy. <laughs> True. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, on that note, thank you guys so much for listening. That concludes season one of Dad Gum Nerds for the second time. For the second time, <laughs> we'll be back next week when yep. we find out something else is happening, and uh, look forward to listening. <laughs> when Disney well, does their other dump, <laughs> we'll be back on season two with some really exciting things for you starting January 11th of 2021. Chief among them, however, is that starting in season two, the Dadgum Nerds podcast will have a video feed on YouTube. Watch us. That is right. You will be able to see all of our lovely made for radio faces starting in January. It's going to be moving. (laughs) It's We seriously, we've been experimenting over the last several months uh, behind the scenes, and we are so excited to bring you guys more than just a static graphic on there. So be sure to check that out. We've got other content that's coming out on YouTube too, so be sure to check that out too. That's just the tip of the iceberg though, because we've also got a few more things that are just as exciting brewing for you guys when season two comes out. So be sure to check it all out. We've got our own dump coming. Get ready for the DGN (laughs) dump. On January 11th, 2021. In the meantime, feel free to- We're taking a dump. (laughs) That's not the tagline. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Season number two, we're taking a dump. Season two, taking a dump. Actually, that is our tagline right there. Love it. (laughs) Well, in the meantime, I don't know how I'm going to recover from that, but feel free to leave us a rating or review on your podcast platform if the platform lets you, or head to dadgumnerds.com slash review for a couple of different places that you can leave a review. Now, every one of those reviews helps other people find this podcast, so it really is important. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much for what you've done so far. But also, this is the last time we'll be mentioning our season one survey on here, so if you want a chance to influence some of our season two decisions that we have yet to make and enter your name for a $25 Amazon gift card, then head to dadgumnerds.com slash survey. Again, that's dadgumnerds.com slash survey, and we'll announce the winner of that gift card shortly after December 31st, 2020. Zach, what is the pun count? I am happy to announce that very fitting for the season one finale, we set a record. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, man, we hit 21 puns. Wow. Man. I'm going to have to go back and count that one. Hey, you contributed a majority of those, Aaron. That's true. That's true. I'd like three or four. You should all go back and listen to it. Well, that is all that we have got for you today and for season one of Dadgum Nerds. Again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you for season two starting January 11th, 2021. Catch you later, Dadgum Nerds. And may the force be with you. Merry Christmas. Game over. Be sure to check out Dadgum Nerds on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to know what the dads are up to, get the latest updates on the show, or constantly laugh with us along the way, then you can find us on social media at Dadgum Nerds. That's at Dadgum Nerds, spelled D-A-D-G-U-M-N-E-R-D-S. Catch you later, Dadgum Nerds.